Welcome back to the Warp Lords Podcast. My name is Mike Danger Votor. I will be your host and your dungeon master this evening. Uh, we pick back up on the Fractured World arc, and uh, this week I'm joined by Dylan, Jared, Mike, and Graham. Why don't you guys tell me who you're playing, and then let's uh, let's talk about what happened last week. I am Dylan. I am playing a tuxedo cat by the name of Monsieur Boots, who is always dressed for high society, and he is also the master thief Jacques Labitte, and also a French boy by the name of Adrien Gustave de la Bantocienne, and uh, I am the greatest thief ever, and nobody can tell me otherwise. (laughs) Master thief, in quotes. I am Jared, and I'm playing Johnny Lau, everybody's favoritist of bird cop guys who would probably take things too seriously if he wasn't always in the bag several sheets <laughs> to the wind uh it's only half in the bag i mean yeah he's yeah. he's he's halfway through five bags yeah that's how he measures his his bird bin by the bag <laughs> yeah they're like capri suns for adults <laughs> Send send us money, Capri Sun. Please <laughs> sponsor this podcast. Uh, yeah. Anyway, it looks like a 1940s detective dressed really weird for a bird. Um, yeah. That's about all I have to say about that. My name is Mike, and I play Mr. G, who is a elf-like engineer. Um uh, he invents things and has cargo pockets, and uh, yeah, that's what he does. He just kind of invents things and says dumb shit. Uh, my name's Graham, and I play a politician named Dennis Stanson, and I haven't really had a chance to flex my weaponizing words theory yet, and I'm really hoping to do that, because my entire character's built on that. <laughs> well, um... I think that that may happen, but why don't you guys tell me a little bit about uh, what happened last week? Grooks made chili. Uh, Kenny Doggins chased me up a tree. He was expanding the perimeter. <laughs> he was. <laughs> he was expanding the perimeter. G tried to make some couplers for um, the ship's main drive, and that didn't go that well. Uh, he tried to help, and Nora basically told him to go fuck off and find things for her so she sent me on a fetch quest did somebody shoot a laser through the trees and that's what pissed off the bees yep oh yeah g also um used his uh very big brains to figure out which direction to go and then some bullshit happened and bees came out of the trees didn't you make johnny wear some big fucking ridiculous thing on his head that shocked yeah you made johnny the world's most ineffective uh walkie talkie that zapped him a little bit but it did work it was effective the world's most ineffective walkie talkie would be less effective than two tin cans and a string this one was more effective than that 
He's polite. He put on your stupid hat. <laughs> yeah, it worked. <laughs> yeah. Wait, wait, Johnny, come come back. Come back. We fucked up. We fucked up. <laughs> okay. And then bees. Well, it's better than and your then bees. string idea. Hey, why don't you grab this string and I'll just pull you to the right direction. That's, yeah, that'll work. <laughs> it could have. We, we didn't try it. We we never know. We never know whether <laughs> it may have been funnier, but I mean, we'll see how this goes. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see if the bees would have come out for a string, dude. You guys quickly established a perimeter. Um, perimeter. You assisted your crew in various tasks. Your captain came back, and uh, all of you guys are now walking through the woods, and uh, you were all uh, ambushed by a group of these bees as that laser went right through their uh, their habitat inside of the canopies of the trees. So we see this bug drop out of the sky, out of the, out of the trees. Are they in combat? They are now in combat. So now that everybody is in combat, everybody gets a certain amount of actions based on their agility rank. So Mike, you have a seven agility, so you have three actions. Six agility, but still class three, so three actions. Dennis, what is your agility? Uh, I have a D. I have a three agility, so I only have the two. So you get two actions, and Monsieur Boots. Dylan, what is uh, Boots' agility? Six, so that'd be three. Three as well? Cool. Rex has a six as well, so Rex also gets three actions. And these things are fast as shit. Hey, guys. I'm sure that this is going to really sting. hey Man, that uh, pun would be better if you actually saw the bees. You just hear, You just heard... <laughs> Hey, maybe you can take them out, Dennis, with your honeyed words. Wait, when you say bees, how many bees are there? I was aware there was only one bee. No, I said there were three. Oh, there's three of these. There's three. It's a three bee. So, um, initiative opens up. The first of the three flies towards you, Mr. G. And he tries to stab you uh, twice with uh, each of his pincers. Basically, one each. So I'm going to need you to make me two either block or dodge attempts. Oh, dodge attempts for sure. Is that opposed? It is opposed. Oh, I'm on this. This is our first opposed roll, isn't it? It is. So you will roll your agility, which once again is three dice, and then you will add, what is your armor? You never told me what my armor is. You're not wearing anything super protective, correct, Mike? No, I'm not. Cool. So you have a total of three armor. So you add three plus your agility to dodge rolls. Is that all from his utility vest? Yeah, like pretty much. All right. So I got a six. I got an 11 and I got a six. So that's 26. Okay. So that is a 26 total to hit. Does that hit you? I mean, I got a 26 as dodge. Okay. So roll me one die and tell me the result of it since we tied. Oh, God. Results a nine. It's a nine? Cool. So you manage to dodge the first attack just Ooh. narrowly, and then it comes to strike you again with another one. So I do a roll another dodge attempt? Another do- yeah, another full roll. Correct. Oh, that sounds good. <laughs> and I'm not adding my agility to this. I'm adding my armor to this, right? Armor and agility. Oh, armor and agility. 
Yes. The last one wouldn't have been a tie then. Okay. Um, I mean, you dodged regardless. Yeah, it doesn't. Okay, so this one's uh, 19. 19? Okay. This is still going to hit you. Ooh. He rolled a 30 on that one. So the first bee comes up and, like, quickly enters your, like, your squishy zone. It tries to stab with this, like, vicious pointed, like, needle of an arm. Uh, He narrowly misses and he comes around and then hits you with the second one. He manages to hit you in the, uh, he manages to, manages to hit you kind of in the gut but your armor that you have your very little bit of armor manages to absorb the majority of the blow so i take no wounds you take no wounds as it would have dealt one um and you have one physical resistance so do i lose that now or is that just constantly my physical resistance it resets at the top of every round so when everybody in combat uses all of their actions the round will reset Right on. The other one comes up and tries to uh, do the same thing, but he tries to attack Rex. Um, (laughs) He blocks both of the needles with his swords. He turns around and he just looks at it and he goes, Not today. When I have my trusted crew, you all are under the effects of Inspire. Fuck you! Oh god. He used Krav Maga to block the wound, or to block both of those attacks, and then he used his last action of the round to cast Inspire. You all get a plus six for the remainder of the round to all Fuck of your you. opposed rolls. Except for Johnny Law, who is Correct. currently flying above in the sky and doesn't you know are, that any of this is happening. You have no idea that any of this is happening. So, Mr. G is going to immediately, after getting, like, almost stabbed by a bee, he's going to radio up to, uh, uh, Airbird, Airbird, we've been under attack, uh, retreat immediately to the location at which you saw that beam, uh, we need to take care of some bees. I knew that was a bad idea, uh, and Johnny You didn't know anything. (laughs) Uh, he thinks that, so you don't have the ability to respond. Uh, and he... <laughs> yeah, suck it. <laughs> and he basically turns around and starts to fly back in the direction of where he most remembers them being. Perfect. Um, so you basically fly straight down because you have not gone that far. All right. You basically kind of were waiting to see what happened after Mr. G kind of shot that beam straight through the canopy and you haven't made much progress so you're just kind of treading air at the moment so you just dive back into the into the woods how close am i to them uh you are i'd say one move action away basically you come up and you are now flanking the other two bees uh can i can i use a move action uh to head towards them and try to stun Baton, one of the bees. Absolutely. I assume that will take two move actions because I'm moving towards them and also trying to hit them. But you move way... way it will take an attack action and a move action. Okay. So wait, are, are actions separated or do we have actions... We have, I, For example, I have three actions. Yeah. So you I have move? three actions. You can, you can move, you can 
basically if you're moving within range of someone and it's within like let's say five feet i'm not going to charge you a move action but if you're moving across the map and depending on how far it will cost you actions to move i'm pretty lenient about it so i'm using Um, two actions right yeah so one to move one to attack yeah Okay, so I'm going to, uh, after realizing that I'm slightly off, kind of just cruise in, flying. Uh, He's going to, you know, pull out his stun baton. Uh, One thing about Johnny is that he has taken uh, the ability Quick Draw, uh, which allows him to draw a weapon without spending an action, to pull out his stun baton. Uh, I haven't described this yet. No, Uh, please describe your stun baton. Johnny's stun baton is really, really big. It's uh, it's set up to be for a creature that is much larger than him, um, and for some reason he is able to use it, um, and he is going to attempt to attack one of the bees. Okay, great. They Roll. said not the bees, but he's Which going bee are you attacking? One of the bees. There are three bees. There's there are two that are close to Rex. One just moved up close to him, and there is one directly in front of Mister G. I would argue that Johnny has not had the time to evaluate this, so I will. I say assume one you went the for the closest one. Yes, cool. one of the bees. Cool. Um, so that is not the not the bee attacking Mister G. Fair. It's like fucking Doctor Seuss rhyme. This is a strength roll here. Um, cause he's using that and I had my first explosion of the night. Perfect. Um, so you rolled a 12. So in combat, when a combatant rolls a 12, they get to roll another die as well as just adding 12 to their total score. That's why the opposed rolls are a lot of fun. Cause there's a bit of a randomness in there. Exactly. Anyone can beat anyone. Uh, so he rolled a 12 a seven and then for his explosion roll he rolled a three so that's going to equal 22 plus four or 26 however johnny also has nothing else so yeah okay. <laughs> um Wait, would you thing... add your strength to that did you not did. add your strength you did okay i thought you did okay so you basically are flying full charge at this thing and it doesn't get a chance to really correct itself dodge out of the way or anything like that so you come up and you swing at its milk dud shaped head um, and you hit it right in the back of the head you send it flying and careening towards the ground and one thing about his baton is it is a stun baton so it also has the stun effect which makes it so that uh, the subject uh, loses one action. Correct. Which it absolutely takes. Um, it is still up, and it is certainly stunned on the ground at the moment. So, Boots is going to attempt to fire his energy pistol at the nearest B. Okay. The nearest one to you? Um, I'll reset kind of the way that everything looks. So... Rex is in front of everybody. There's a B engaged with Rex. The next level was where Mr. G is standing. There's a B in front of him. Um, Monsieur Boots and Dennis are towards the back. Um, and Johnny Law is on the other side of... Um, Wait, can we can we retcon that a little bit, though? Uh, Boots already went down the left path a little bit. Um, Rex went down the right path. I was standing at the fork of the path. 
I don't know. Yeah, where Dennis that's was. true. You would. Yeah, that's that's probably around where I would be too. Yeah. Yeah. So Dennis would be standing next. That's to me. true because at this point we didn't really we didn't really resolve boots going off on the separate path so you're saying that dennis is neither left nor right and kind of sits somewhere in the middle He's certainly sitting on a fence <laughs> uh relevant for politician reasons <laughs> <laughs> um yeah so once again there's a b in front of you mr g there's a b uh, at the fork yeah yep there's a b in front of rex and there is a b that is also now to the right and on the ground of rex that's the one that got meatballed. That's the one that got meatballed. <laughs> <laughs> meatballed. So, so Dylan, what are you what are you shooting at? Uh, I'm guessing the one closest to me would be the one in the by Mr. G at the fork. Yeah, make me a sense check, by the way, because you started walking down the wrong path. So now we have to resolve this. That's a twelve. So I'm going to say no. Huh. You don't see any of your companions. Weird. What? <laughs> <laughs> Master thief. <laughs> Granted, you also can't find them either, considering you rolled a 12. But uh, you certainly know they are not in front of you. I turn around, look behind me. Hello? The gigantic thud noise literally has no impact on you. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no, like everything's all 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 peachy and good for you at the moment, Boots. You're just kind of granted you're by yourself, but you are not being attacked by any bees at least. You're like a kid in an amusement park who just realized that their parents are gone. Well, so then in this case, G's going to want to retaliate against this bee. Okay. Um and he's pretty close to this bee and he's going to take his rifle, the skeleton key. And he's going to just blast this thing, because there's not really any hope of him blasting a, ma- a majority of them, I'm assuming. Because uh, Rex is, like, what, probably, like, 30 feet away from me? Yeah, they're a bit too yeah. spread out, and companions are in the way. Yeah, um, so I'm just going to, uh, th- I'm going to take a, and he's going to just try to blast this bee that's right, right in front of him to try to stab cool. him. Cool. So you basically you basically push the switch and you see the uh the wires that are attached to the skeleton key start to glow. Um the end of the key, the portion of it that actually looks like a key, begins to move with different squares of different sizes and it actually begins to mold and turn into a different shape. And the once narrow barrel of the skeleton key is now a wide mouthed barrel that is relatively flat um and then you blast it so roll it no scope am i rolling am rolling two dice or three for this two dice all right i got a a plus plus agility right correct so i got an 11 plus 6 17 11 plus 6 that's a 17 you hit question yeah uh you have a c rank agility right yeah so you rolled two dice, even though you have a C rank. What is he's the- not a warrior? Because it's a D rank rifle. Because it's a D rank, which means that you yeah, can and only he's use not a warrior, so he doesn't have weapon master. So yeah, the rifle's a D rank rifle at the moment. Um, Mister G's going to change that in the future. So if you're not a warrior, you're limited by how good the weapon is. Correct. Yeah. So um, so basically, he. Uh, brings it up 
it it morphs like you said and he just just fucking lets it go big beam of red energy goes out and hits this bee oh yeah and so this beam hits this thing straight in its like middle section of its abdomen um so this bee is like broken up by like three different like circular bits the milk dud shaped head the fully like spherical middle and then the big bulbous uh black and yellow striped tail yes the thorax thank you with a large stinger on the bottom of it um so you hit it right in that center one it doesn't cut it or kill it but it definitely hits it you are squirted with a blue blood that comes out of the wound gross yeah it's real nasty so i i can't use another action like i'm i'm unfamiliar with this um you have used three actions correct how no i've i've used one action i i mean i i did call to um call to johnny but i assume that's that's, like a free action that's fine yeah i'm gonna yeah everybody gets one speaking action for free um yeah so i've only used one action to shoot at this thing so you could you could shoot at it two more times if you wanted to. So our initiative is open initiative. So whenever someone wants to act, just get my attention. I'll start to form an order. So like if three people try and go at once, I'll go one in a row. But it's open initiative. You can act how you act within the amount of actions you have. Right on. So for his second action, it, what did this bee do after it got shot? It reeled back, and it looks like it's getting really mad. So, like, it's starting to glow red. So he's just gonna he's gonna aim aim that rifle a little lower and aim for that like thorax. Okay. And then shoot that thorax. All right, and that's the same roll. That's a seventeen, five, six, and plus six, seventeen. That's not gonna do it this time, unfortunately. Um, twelve. 22 32 41 plus 7 48 yeah so 17 yeah, no. um so this thing manages to basically dodge directly to the side out of the way of your blast before you're able to move well he's just gonna try to finish it off then he's gonna use all of his abilities all of his okay. action action abilities to try to finish it off one more shot oh not rolling well uh that is a 15 yeah that will miss as well this thing is moving too fast for you to keep up with it at the uh, as it's now circling you all right she looks over to dennis and goes uh do something oh i i had something in mind if all the trigger happy maniacs hadn't tried to instantly kill them he was going to try (laughs) to talk to the bees and tell them that they're not allowed to have health care he was gonna nicholas cage the fuck out of them so i know you're joking dylan but you're closer than you probably think. <laughs> so, uh, I'm going to look at the bees around and see if... Is there, like, one that looks like an alpha? Or, like, a like a brain bug? That would be a queen bee. So, definitely out of the three um, that are there, the... Um, the one that is attacking Rex definitely looks like it. it, it, it is the smartest of the bunch. Alright, so I'm going to target that one. Uh... And I'm going to break out my really cool social combat with a bug. Uh, I'm going to use argue against it. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to argue that it's physical violence against you is not 
not what it needs to be doing. You're going to try to bug that bug. 100%. That's exactly what I'm going to do, actually. Okay, cool. I'll roll for it. I don't care. <laughs> Fuck it. Let's do it. I can't wait for this bee to not, <laughs> to, you know, just be like, oh, okay. All right, so I roll charisma, add intelligence, and it's against charisma, I think. Okay. I would imagine. I, I It was either charisma or willpower without me checking, just uh, based on what would make sense. Oh, wait, uh, I wrote down in key stats charisma. That's so totally I fine. I assume it's opposed charisma. Either way, it's the same roll. Okay. <laughs> Yikes, that's really bad. Yeah, I don't think it's worse than what I got. Uh, okay. Oh, I get to add stuff to it, too, though. So the bees roll fine when they're facing energy weapons, but when they're facing spoken words, I'm sorry, you attacked a stat that it has, you know, more than a two in. <laughs> so that's on your strategy, bud. <laughs> I'm sorry if I tried to shoot bees. I guess firearms are unaffected against they them. They need a stern talking to so they know that they are totally in the wrong and we're just coming to free them. I should have just threw rocks at them. Uh, the Inspire, we got a plus six. Yes. Uh, so that's a 24. Uh, I rolled a 24. Cool. It rolled a nine. Sweet. All <laughs> right. So I, I like wave it down. Just, Hello. Uh, yeah, that uh, that shot was an accident and we weren't actually trying to do anything. So if you could just leave us alone, that'd be cool. Um. So believe it or not, this thing looks at you with a surprising amount of intelligence and then kind of like, nods at you and this is just as it was going to gear up and attack um rex and he's he looks at the other one that is now getting up after being dazed by johnny law and they kind of like nod at each other which is a surprising humanoid emotion for for this giant bee and two of them fly off However, the one that Mr. G has now shot one or twice now is still up and angry. It is under the effect of rage. All right, so I'm going to look over at Mr. G just like, there, I did something. And then mutter, like, jackass under my breath and then take a step back. So that is actually very realistic because in real life, a hornet has flown, like, right up in my business. And I backed up and went, excuse me. And the hornet flew away. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. <laughs> Danger, do I have line of sight? You can, Yeah, you can see this thing. You absolutely can. All right, so he's going to put his baton away and pull out his uh, laser pistol and just cool. try to shoot it. You get a plus five to this roll because it is not paying attention to you. Oh, well, I normally get a plus five as well. 34 with the inspiration with the in you don't have inspiration oh you're right uh yeah no no it's uh minus minus the six so it's 28 21 25 plus seven is a 32 misses that shot misses the shot that's all of my actions okay all right what's the cat doing right now uh, being lost <laughs> have i actually noticed there I am alone. Have I noticed where my compatriots yeah, are? Yeah, you know, you immediately noticed that you were alone, but you couldn't place where your companions were to find them. Do so. you hear the noises? But there was <laughs> gunfire, though. Can he use an action to take a sense? Well, check? I did give him. I did give him the sense check already, and he failed the sense check, which is why he didn't. Yeah, now that I, I mean, like, now that I know I'm alone, can I like try again? 
Yeah, I mean, like, you can also make an intelligence check if you want to try and be ballsy and use your brains. Please don't do it. I blackjacked my sense check, so I'm not even going to try risking the one intelligence. You, yeah, like, you definitely just now follow back the pathway that you walked down. It takes you not long, and you find your companions. Also, I'm about to get killed by a bee, I tr- so... Can I, now that I'm back, can I use my last action to try to shoot the bee with my energy pistol? Sure. Am I under the effects of Inspire, or was I not in earshot? No, you were You were close enough to hear that. Okay. I'll, I'll give you that. He didn't think to turn around upon hearing that? No. He had to wait to turn he around? He has a two intelligence. I really don't think that he would have paid much attention I to I have it. a one intelligence, so it's even Oh, worse right. I forgot that. you dump-statted it. Yeah, you're right. No. He's not a smart cat. Uh, you're looking to beat a 23, Dylan. I think I got that. 10, 17, 21, 27, 33. 33? Oh, yeah, you hit it. A blue bolt comes out of the pistol, and you manage to hit this thing center mass, already where Mr. G hit it once. Um, It begins to glow a brighter uh, shade of red. You didn't tell me what this thing actually does. You just said energy pistol. Oh, I know what it... I know. I know what it does. Okay. So this was the first time you've actually successfully (laughs) shot it. That's why I said when you fired it, you just see a blue bolt of energy come out of it. That was the first time it had worked because i bought ammo um so yeah um this thing is still up by the way gents i mean i think that's graham do you have any more actions you yeah you last dog convince it that this thing is its fault fucking hit the b dude i i was gonna say when you guys did fight those elementals though he did get the final kill that's true. <laughs> so that might happen right, again That'll here. just be my thing. I'll do. I'll be the killing. Boy yeah, guy. like you're just gonna stab everybody with street smarts when they're uh, dying. I'm gonna shank the bee. I'm gonna shank the bee. <laughs> gonna shank the bee. It's gonna try and dodge. Um, That's fine. You are flanking it now, um, as it is still uh, tussling with with Mister G being all up in his uh, beesness. Um, so you get a, a plus five to the roll. That was funny. I loved hey it. You. <laughs> Did you say a plus five? Yes. Okay. You're getting a plus five from flanking. Yeah. Yeah. Plus six because of the um, inspiration. Okay, cool. All right. That's two explosions. Uh, I could just stop now then. I rolled a five and a two. No, no, keep going. <laughs> uh, so a five, a two, a six, and a five plus your strength is which is also a two is also a two okay it's still circling you and it doesn't even notice that dennis comes up behind and tries to stab him with this stiletto and it just reflexively moves out of the way it it accidentally dodged yeah it accidentally dodged you (laughs) with its two 11s and two 12s that it rolled like (laughs) fuck your dice (laughs) cool um and that was your last action, correct? Yeah, yeah, that was it. Great. Uh, top of the round. With that, Rex looks at you. See? You bees? This is what I've told you with the power of my crew. They're fantastic. They can beat anything. You are all under the infective Inspire once again. Getting a plus six. But there's only one bee. Yeah, so? Can Johnny shoot it? I mean, if you want to, go for it. Can G shoot it? It's no, too G late. Johnny already no. said it. 
Make me an intelligence or make me an agility check between the both of you. Whoever gets the better check wins. Oh yes, yes, yes! I like this. An opposed yeah, between, agility yeah, check. Yeah, to see who acts opposed? first to get the killer. Uh, I was kind of hoping you were gonna go for a. I was hoping you go for a sense check, and they're facing one another, so they shoot each other, <laughs> <laughs> and they try to get the kill shot in. So we're both we're both getting the we're both getting yes. the inspiration, right? You both get a plus six. Forty nine. <laughs> Fuck. 30, uh, 30 I'm so okay. mad it's, that it's I wasted gonna, my good rolls trying to wait, compete wait, wait, wait. with you about who gets to go first. <laughs> I was gonna say like a yeah. 49. Like you're gonna roll what? Like a four now? Like Jesus. I get I got the three dice and they got all them bonuses. I know it was what an uh, an eleven plus agility right now. Mm-hmm. Cool. Uh, Mike, you would have also gotten the flanking plus fly plus five as well but just that doesn't change that you lost i'm just saying <laughs> who gets the killing blow uh yeah. cool so uh, i assume you shoot it oh uh, yeah johnny's gonna, gonna take a shot you know what? i'm gonna switch my dice up i'm gonna do different ones oh yeah fuck it go for it there, oh, fuck it i'm feeling oh I'm yeah feeling, fuck. Good. all right so i got an explosion thank you red dice um, let me, let me roll another one. Okay. So that <laughs> is going to be 25, 30 on the die plus six. So 36 plus five from the weapon, uh, because I get the plus five from the laser 41 plus six from the inspiration 47. Yeah. Um, I rolled a six. So Johnny just whip. So, so John, you no, managed no, no. to. I want to describe what this okay, looks like. You go for it. You go for it. So Johnny just pulls up his gun and just goes like directly straight shot hits it and just like downed looks cool. away. I'm glad that downed. you you had the same exact thought that I did. So you kind of like <laughs> walk up behind it and you shoot it right in the back where like it's uh it's two kind of um its head meets its next segment and its neck you shoot it right in the back of the head through its you know hard exoskeleton and a small stream of blue blood jets out of it where the wound hits the thing drops and passes over in front of you johnny says so that's how it's gonna be suck my rex rex takes a second (laughs) now um, so G looks over to, G looks over after this whole bloodbath, G has a hole in his, in his vest. He's not happy about it. He looks over to Johnny and he goes, so which way was the, was the village? Was it to the right or to the left? <laughs> um, as you're saying this, um, you hear rustling in the bushes once again. Um, and you see a small spherical object get thrown out of one of the bushes and it hits the bee that's now on the ground and you see this sphere suck up the bee inside of it and then plop on the ground and it starts shaking is it red and white it is (laughs) (laughs) jesus christ yeah it (laughs) it it does stop 
shaking after a moment. And you see um, a kid run out of the forest. Is he wearing a red cap? He's not. He's wearing a black and yellow cap. I shoot the kid. He has... Yeah, do you shoot the kid? I shoot the kid. (laughs) I was going to say, if you cock your gun, Rex Rex would confront you. Yeah, don't do that. No, G G instantly makes it makes a roll to make sure that the cat doesn't kill kids. I shoot the ground in front of the kid. Whoa, hey, whoa. I was I was just going to say thanks for weakening that so I could catch it. What the what the hell, man? <laughs> Is he wearing shorts? Does he have a neck? No, he's wearing he's wearing pants. He's wearing black pants. He's wearing a, a poofy yellow jacket, and he's wearing a backwards uh, black and yellow cap. And he is also speaking the common language. He is, yeah, you immediately understand him. He is speaking common to you. Hello there. Hi, I'm I'm Silver. God damn it, Dennis. Dennis, this seems to be uh, the area in which you uh, you uh, excel, Silver. <sighs> Please talk to my friend over here. All right. Well, that feels rude, but okay. I'll try this again. Hi, I'm Silver. Hi, my <laughs> my name is Mr. G. Um, I don't. What what is this contraption you have here? What is this? What is this? It seems like you captured this this uh this foe in a in a strange ball. What 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 kind of technology are you using here? I'm gonna I'm gonna be quite honest with you. I'm not a scientist my myself, but these things are called capture spheres. Um we can we we can capture the sacred beasts that live on this this lush planet and we can raise them as our friends. And they can help us out with everyday life. They didn't seem too friendly to me. They they tried to they tried to stab me. Well, didn't you just shoot through the, the sky? I mean I, yes, that's a hundred percent what he did. Okay, I thought I saw that. Okay, cool. I meant no harm. I mean, I'm sure, uh, I'm sure you did, but you did attack their their home in the tree there, so they they did think you were meeting them harm. They're not smart creatures by any means. They were one hundred percent justified, Silver. You are absolutely right. You know, Dennis, I like you already. You're nice, Senator. You're a real nice guy. I didn't vote for you. <laughs> And for good reason. <laughs> I didn't vote for you. <laughs> uh, I'm going to use sarcasm on him and say I care very much about that. So I failed my intelligence check. I don't think his name is Silver. I think he keeps saying he has Silver. So I'm going to use Steel on him. The only Silver thing that you see on him is his Silver hair. So you try and steal his hair. <laughs> no, no, it's a random thing. I want to see All what right, well, cards roll come. for it. So it's opposed luck. Oh yeah, I'm rolling his luck right now. Okay. I got a 20. Okay. Do you add anything to it or it's just the opposed it's, it's luck? It's just the dice. Okay. That's what I thought. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, Dylan, you rolled an 18. Awesome. So, so... One second, let me just reshuffle this deck. So how this works for the audience, steel is a magical thing. I just hold out my hand, and if the opponent fails, a random object on their person just appears in my possession. And, yeah, I draw a number of tarot cards equal to my luck rank. Out of a 78-card tarot card deck? Yes. Cool. Uh, Dylan, where do you want me to pull from? 
Five from the back, nine from the front, and one from the front. Cool. What we got, friendo? So, going in order, Knight of Swords, Knight of Wands, Three of Wands. What does that mean for those of us that are uninitiated with how this skill works? So, the different suits represent different types of items. The wands represents mage-type items, and swords, warrior-type items. And uh, the higher the place in the suit, the better quality the thing is. I'm going to go with the Knight of Wands. Okay. So, one of his better magical items? Yes. Cool. You manage... To grab a capture sphere. God damn it. You do. Is it an ultra capture sphere? No. It, it all of them are the same white color. You grab one of one of his four. Awesome. What does the capture sphere look like? So it is a white circle that has different grooves, rivets, and um bits on it. It opens up from the center, kind of like a clamp. Um when it opens up inside, there is a massive amount of energy that spews out of it and forms um forms the sacred beast out of the energy that makes it up. More or less. So once it's empty, you can see inside of it and there are different um there are basically different components to this device that transform um the beast into pure energy to house it inside of a ball. So so what happens what happens when the uh this this cat thiefery occurs? So you're now holding this in your hand up super proud, I assume? No, I'm not trying to advertise that I just stole from a child. I like use sleight of hand <laughs> to slip it up my sleeve. Um cool. Well he noticed. Um Good for him. Um who who took who took my who took my, my sphere? This is no, this isn't funny. Thievery isn't a joke. And Rex immediately turns around to you. And I now need you to make me an opposed strength check, Dylan. Oh, this isn't going. You're not going to win this. You could you could <laughs> roll dodge win. for this as you are about to be throttled by your captain. I am going to try to dodge out of the way of this. Okay. That's a 24. Cool. You are immediately throttled by your captain. He puts his meaty fist right around your throat and picks you up. Drop it and give it back. I hold up my hands and I rolled to put the premier ball up my sleeve before he started choking me. What? What yeah, so you hold your hands out straight? No, up like this. What was your oh, roll? Like... Well, it's an opposed roll. You said you rolled so, for it. Yeah, I rolled for it, and I was going to say what I got, and then he Danger immediately said he tries to choke me as his first response, which is not very captainly behavior. <laughs> I mean, you just stole from a child after he told you not to steal stuff. <laughs> he should know I don't better. know many people who'd be pretty... <laughs> yeah, I don't know many people who would be just lenient about that after the first chance you get, you immediately disobey him. Also, the very first thing he said was he wanted to shoot the child. Yeah. All right. So uh, after after seeing this, Johnny is going to be like, you know, uh, I when you told me that 
what what you've been through, I figured that I should give you the benefit of the doubt, and it very much so disappoints me to see that you are still stuck in your old ways. Um, Dylan, make me a luck check as the ball rolls into um your kind of person down your sleeve. Uh, that is a eleven out of six. Cool. You immediately feel the button on the outside of it press against your armpit and then open. Is there a monster in uh, my what coat? Form are, what form are you in right now? You're in thief form? Yes. So in your overcoat, you now feel it begin to rip as something opens up and releases inside of it. You feel uh, a bat of some kind like clinging inside of you uh like clinging onto the side with like leathery wings and you see a bulbous purple tail now sticking out of the front of your coat (laughs) this thing flies out now holding its own capture sphere um after just a moment and flies over to silver um after this thing releases itself the captain drops you And he says, try any more funny business, and I'm locking you in the ship. I told you, I know thievery. That is all I am good for. And I told you not to steal. You disobeyed a direct order. I did not hear that. You need better ears. He looks over at Silver. Silver, I apologize. These are my men, and I must take responsibility. My name is Rex. Rex McMasters. I apologize my compatriots stole your you said they were sacred beasts. Oh, um yeah, yeah, that's that's right. This here's uh this here's Nightwing and you now see this um like I said it's a purple bat with like leathery skin um and veiny wings and it has two pincery claws and then it has a circular bulbous tail with a point on the end of it. And it has teeth definitely like it has teeth protruding from its lips. It perches on its shoulder with its small feet. So, uh, Mr. G looks over to Silver and says, Um, would you... You seem to be familiar with this area, and, uh, it seems like... We, we were unfamiliar with the locals. Um, could you bring us to your village? Uh, we... We have... There's been a horrible wreck. Our, our ship has wrecked on your planet and we would love to speak to your your elder or your your leader to see if we could create some sort of arrangement oh you know what yeah i could do that i'm i'm heading back now um well i'm still looking for something could you guys could you guys help me out i'm trying to look for a a specific sacred beast um my my leader as you guys say um He's he's looking for, for something to do some special research on, so that's why I'm out in the woods. But I mean, I'd be down to help you guys. Silver, what are you looking for? I'm very, very good at this type of thing. Oh, you're good at... Oh, cool. So, what I'm looking for, it's a beast that's made mostly of vines. It seems to be um not from this area originally, and we wanted to see what brought it here. Um... Normally, something so powerful wouldn't come up this far north. Um, we call it, we just call it um, the impassable vine. 
We don't have very creative names, but I mean, it is what it is. <laughs> <laughs> you mean it? It's a, it's tangly. It has. A- I mean, I'm I'm sure they're all tangled together. I haven't seen it yet, but that would make sense. It is a mass of vines. Do you have any uh, leads telling you in which direction you need to go? Well, um, I've explored most of the southern area so far of, of the woods outside of the village, and it was last spotted coming out of the woods around there. So honestly, I, I feel like it's got to be close to where we are now. Um, everybody make me another sense check now. This is a good time for that. Can I detective sense this? Yeah, that's totally fine. I will allow it for this one. That is a no. Also a no. Also no. Johnny is going to blackjack his detective sense. Okay, perfect. Um, so you're kind of looking around, and you're there's a lot of movement and activity in the woods. And let me roll for Rex as so well. So it's like this Who's whole blue site where he's seeing... Yeah. So once again, your vision goes blue and you start to look around. You see um, a mass of red coming from the trees in front of you guys, which is where the, the, the bees just came from. Um, and then you you kind of look to your right and you see almost this like wispy, like bright green energy. It looks like many vines that are tangled together ever shifting and it looks like it heads down a path to your right those are the two most relevant things i can give you um so johnny would look in that direction as he's the sole person who actually saw that correct yeah it's detective sense so yeah it's just yeah well from what i can see it would appear that the vines are heading in that direction uh if you're trying to track down uh the what did you call them the mythological beasts the mythical uh, the, beasts? The sacred beasts. The sacred beasts. I believe that it is in that direction. Cool. Hey. Hey, thanks. What's what's your name? My name's Johnny La. And just to reiterate, once again, half bald eagle, half detective. All business. I really wish that you said to the kid <laughs> and to reiterate half, half bald eagle, half man. <laughs> <laughs> Awesome. Hold on. Let me, um, Aura, come out here. And he releases another one of his, um, capture spheres. And this time you see a, like, bipedal dog fox looking creature that has dreads and has a couple of points on it. Has a very, like, sharp downward beak with a dog nose on the front of it. Very long ears. And it is, um, brown and blue patterned. So is it mostly fox-like? It's it's definitely a fox-dog hybrid is the best way that I can put it. Does it look like it could be Kenny's ex-girlfriend? Um, I mean, like... I mean, like, maybe. <laughs> definitely maybe. <laughs> Solid We'll have to yes. wait and see if they meet each other. And Rex looks back at you. Well, we might as well help Silver, since he's willing to bring us back to town and introduce him to whoever is in charge. I feel like, given with the stealing incident, that is the least that we can do to repay a debt. Might as well befriend the locals. Seems to be the right call. Does anyone think differently? Well, as long as it doesn't take too much time. I have a long list of things to collect. I mean, I think... the repairs. 
fumbling through the woods would take more time than this will. Having a guide should shorten our expedition. Mr. G, can you hold on to this? Because I've got to admit, it's very uncomfortable. Uh, can you hold on to this? And if we need it again, perhaps I'll put it back on my head. Because I, I swear, it's a very, very uncomfortable thing we got going on here. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll take the. You're talking about the the transponder. I'll, I'll revise it. I'll improve the design. A very clever instrument, but yeah, it's, it's, uh, it is very uncomfortable in its uh, alpha phase. He goes over to Johnny and and takes the rubber band, but he actually slips once and it snaps on the side of his head and he grabs it up. <laughs> <laughs> you slap him in the fucking eye? It's an accident. Uh, oh, I'm, I'm, does it, wh- I'm sorry about that. It, I'm sorry. Which part of his face does it hit? Which part of his face does it's it just hit? Just the side. <laughs> the hit yeah. is... like, your, like your temple. On your on your silly bird hole. So not the eye. No, not, not the, the eye. eye. The, the, the bird hole. The uh, okay. Birds have holes for ears. Birds have holes. It's true. They're for ears. I don't know if Tengu do. Yeah, you just have ears. I mean. Yeah, he's got like ears. No, there's no way he has full human ears. Birds have holes for ears. <laughs> it's Tengu ears. Yeah, he's not a full bird, though. He's half human, half Whatever, bird. it slaps on his ears. Uh, he's half cop, half bird. Like he's... Oh, that's right. You're not a human, you're a cop. That's your yeah, race yeah, of cops. <laughs> <laughs> um, so at this point, Rex begins to move stealthy. He gives you a hand position that kind of like tells you to follow slow. So we don't, you know, throw off the scent. Um, you're following Silver off of the path into the actual brush. Um, of the forest so it becomes thickly packed and it becomes slow moving you all move through the brush for a couple of minutes you're all able to keep sight of each other and there are no magical means that kind of lead you astray more or less it's just there's definitely stuff that runs like over your feet around you through the bushes shit like that are we hot on the trail um you definitely see this uh this sacred beast that he calls aura um you see it hold up its hand and ever it like moves like a pendulum moves like when it's sensing a magical presence it basically keeps moving on its own and then they turn and move more or less if we're close he would most definitely uh johnny law would most definitely use his detective sense which would be able to sense the changes. Yes, yeah, you can absolutely do track. that. I uh, like can that. Can I roll one roll just to see? Yeah, you. please. Okay. So this is uh, seven is what he's trying to get or under. Three. Cool. Yeah, you are under. You certainly pass. Um, so you are following your detective senses. You're following a little bit farther behind Rex, who is behind Silver at this point. You definitely see that the pathway that this thing took and moved through is the same path that the sacred beast called Aura is following. Um, so you t- you definitely both are hot on the trail together. I assume he can like see the brush. Moving you can you can also and, like, see settling. like the brush moving. You can see kind of the the trail. You can see where plants snapped and twigs like got stuck into this mass of vines, more or less. And it looks like you're within a couple, you know, hundred feet or so of it. We're hot on the trail. I feel like we are very close. Maybe we should um take a more tactical approach and uh, split up. Try to flank this thing. 
Mr. G, that's a great idea. I didn't even think of that at all. Yeah, let's circle it. Can you guys can you guys start circling around this area? Let's say like hundred foot berth. Uh me and the uh me and the cat will take uh we'll we'll take flanking positions. Cool, yeah, keep that thing away from me. I'll travel around with silver tongue. <laughs> um silver is like still moving closely and approaching no, no. from the front. He said silver tongue. He was referring to Dennis. Oh, okay. See, when you said, like, Silver, I just assumed you were getting his name wrong and we were continuing the No, trend. that makes sense. He was he was paying a compliment to uh, Dennis by calling him Silver Tongue. And also hiding the fact that you forgot his name again. <laughs> he said it right at least once this session. Or is it not true. Dennis? <laughs> no, it is. <laughs> no, it's Derek. It's Derek. Yeah. <laughs> It took him yeah. a couple weeks, but he figured it out. All right, so we're gonna we're gonna try <laughs> to flank don't make him around. second guess when he actually has it. Do you want I'm us to take to use... a? Do you want us to take like a roll to like figure out if we can get around quietly, or do can we just do that? I'm going to use no presence when I go off with Mister G. Yeah, that's totally fine. You're good. <laughs> You're super fucking good, guys. Don't worry. <laughs> This, uh, you all hear the sound, um, you, actually, yeah, no, everybody still make me a sense check anyway, so I can set the scene. I, I kind of want to hear what, like, each of our squad's approach is to sneaking up on this, if that's cool with you. Sure, I'll, I'll leave the stealth approaches to you guys, but I'll tell you what you see. So, I okay. passed the sense check, that's a two out of three. Cool. It's a sense? Uh, yeah, I'm having everybody do, roll a sense check just so they can see the scene. Mr. G... And um, and boots is boots in thief form still, or did you switch over to cat form for this? No, I'm still in thief form. I'm Jacques So we're we're taking a wide berth, um, going through the uh, making our way through the thick forest. Uh, there's a lot of underbrush. There's a lot of trees, but we're managing to get through without any sort of um issue due Detection, to our yeah yeah due to our uh, agility, um. Mr. G blackjacks his uh, his sense check. Okay. So you two are taking a wide berth and you go unnoticed. I'll set the scene once I, I go through where everyone gets into position. Because your sense check is only regarding what you're about to see. Alright. So, so you guys went left, right? Clockwise around, yeah. So basically, uh, Johnny Law is going to uh, indicate to Dennis... With his his hands, he's gonna like he's going to point his two fingers at his eyes, and then point them to him, and then point in the direction, and then put his hands down, like stealthily. Uh, so I actually rolled a blackjack for that. So I'm hoping oh, so that I've I got... can. What? Sorry, I was gonna say I've, I I'm just keeping track personally. I have one it's pass, three. And two blackjacks. It's a three out of three. So I'm hoping yeah. that I can somehow help him keep a low level because i want to i think that he's going to be very inter integral in this okay. so he's trying to like cool. sneak him along to the side uh, so make me a sense as well then graham for uh, uh for i already did i've just been waiting okay uh, i also passed okay two out of three cool so two passes two blackjacks um and rex is holding tight with uh silver at the point of the circle where you guys moved out from so 
everybody passed. Um, you all hear the sound of rustling vines, and you actually, he- uh, those of you who blackjacked, hear a low, like, nasty squishing sound. Um, you all see a small clearing, and there's a large, hunched over mass of vines. Um, Some of the vines are wrapping around themselves to form shoulders and long hands. The long hands have red tips um, and it's holding a bunch of like a pile of fruit. And it's it seems to be forcing it into its massive vines. It is distracted. It does not see you. I shoot it. For fuck's sake. Okay. What'd you get? 30. So, yeah, this thing is not moving. It doesn't see you coming. So you shoot it. I shoot it. You hit it right in the mass of vines, and you see that blue bolt of energy coming out of your pistol hit the vines, and it definitely looks like it goes in, but you just see more vines. It definitely looks like it ate the wound, don't get me wrong, but... It definitely looks like it just it just ate it. It seems ineffective. Simultaneously with the um with the attack group, like me and Dylan, I'm throwing a Molotov cocktail. Okay. So roll it. Yeah, that's so that's that's a thrown ability, so it's my agility, right? Correct. After it's on fire, Graham can convince it that it should it would be better off going with the little boy. <laughs> Alright, so It'd be that's better off to not be on fire. We never give Dennis the chance to try to communicate with it first. <laughs> like when I did the bee, th- when I talked the bee down, I wanted to do that immediately. And everyone kept jumping in like, oh, I'm going to kill it. 28. <laughs> That's 28. 28 in the Molotov cocktail throw. Cool. It rolled a three. It's not moving. <laughs> yeah, it's, fi- it's fire too. <laughs> it doesn't fucking care. It's fire. Uh, yeah. So. <laughs> yeah, that's going to do. A lot. Well, grass is weak to fire, so it's going to do it. Grass is weak to fire, boys. We got that typing chart going. It is also burned. This thing is definitely now looking up, um, and it picks. Uh, it lifts itself up, and you see, kind of in the like center of the group of vines, all of these vines are like a bluish green. Um, you just see a black hole with two eyes looking out of them. This thing then reaches inside of its massive vines and pulls out a rock and he starts throwing rocks in all of your directions. <laughs> well, the directions that attacked it, right? I mean... Yes. It Yeah, so basically it throws one rock at the two groups. How did the fire react with it, though? It's on fire. It's, it's slow and not moving, but like it... It startled it. It's awake. It's now angry and attacking because it's on fire. It also doesn't like being on fire. <laughs> it super doesn't. So do I do a dodge roll? Yes. It probably hit me. I rolled two ones. Uh, yeah, you guys need to beat a 38. That, yeah, that's not happening. Do we still have what inspiration? No. Oh, that's a bummer. Um, <laughs> I got a 19. Seven. Yeah, so you both get hit. That's not good. You both take two wounds as you are hit by a big ass rock. So I reduce that by I reduce that first hit by one. 
So you take two wounds. Oh, that's good. He did not get the ancient power boost. You guys are lucky. And then I take one hit to vitality? Uh, yes, so one to vitality. Correct, yes. So, you basically, uh, both you and Monster Boots are standing there, both acting before, you know, acting before anyone else could, once again, just jumping right into the action, right into the fray. And this, uh, this mass of vines, like I said, like, rears back now that it's on fire, pulls this big brown rock out of its just, like, mass of vines, throws it at you two, and this thing flies towards you and it hits both of you and you are knocked over into the brush behind you um at this time you see that silver tries to throw another capture sphere at the thing oh i think he's got this on the first try it's got a status condition so that should help it yeah, it's burned. It's it's in the red, guys. Like we're good. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I threw a Molotov cocktail at it. I mean, like dumbass cat just shot at it, but <laughs> it definitely um, it rolls three times, and the white light in the center of the ball goes dim, and silver jumps up out of the bushes, and he's he's short. He's thirteen to kind of once again reiterate how this kid so he like jumps out of the bushes and you can all see him and he looks super stoked he runs into the clearing and he grabs the uh he grabs the ball wow guys thanks we make a great team huh yeah sure as i as i brush (laughs) the dirt off of my off my jacket and like realize like i'm just like crushed by a rock (laughs) does he by any chance have a small handheld computer that gives him information about these uh he has a uh it's a it essentially looks like a phone more or less and it has basically like a notebook feature to it so he opens it up and he starts to like scroll through it with a stylus and he goes huh cool so it can do this it can do this huh ooh that's nice great mr g comes out to the opening looking pretty disheveled and goes can we can we go to your village now yeah 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 yeah. no absolutely this was the last thing i needed here thank thank you for the help this was by the way what's the name of your town i'm from new restia village the the town in which my leader or really the best way i can put it is uh, is the professor um (laughs) he lives in centralia city which is is just right up the road professor tree it's very nice of you to offer your help. Of course, of course. I mean, you offered your help as as well. Um, but yeah, no, no, no. Follow, follow me. It's it, it's going to take us just a, a moment or so, and we'll be out of the woods in no time. Here, follow me, guys. And he starts. Uh, he walks back the way that you had just walked through the woods, which takes you about another minute. And then he heads back into the. Uh, he heads back into the trail. You walk down next to the, you see the mountain to your left, scaling upwards. Um, At one point, you all kind of pass by the entrance to a cave, Um, but he ignores it and he walks further down. Um, And you actually just kind of walk straight down that left path until you are out of the woods. You mean the path that Boots went down in the first place? uh, Yes, the one that Boots went down in the first place. I was right! (laughs) 
<laughs> the joke is, is you all were right. <laughs> As we're all walking, uh, Johnny is going to look towards Dennis and say, you know, Dennis, one of these days, your skills will be invaluable. But it seems that today was not that day. I mean, in fairness, those there were more than one of those bugs before. I talked the other ones away, and true. we were not ready for that at the moment. It's Fair true. enough. All I was trying to say is that I do appreciate your skill set, even though it may not have come up yet. I do like a salute, like tip of the cap kind of thing. <laughs> you can do whatever you want. He's very used to people disrespecting cops. Oh, oh! I didn't even think of it in that context. I just meant like as an acknowledgement without having to say words. I mean, again... Without it completely ignoring you. I was the one who saved the day here. I mean, with the Molotov cocktails uh-huh. and all that. You also uh-huh. started those that encounter with the bees. Uh-huh. Rex kind of like... Rex like chimes in <laughs> as soon as you say that coming from directly in front of you. I mean, would we, would we have met Silver if we did not have to fight those bees, though? We might have. I mean, to be honest with you, I was I was right there. I was going to say something. Yeah, exactly. You know, Mr. G, my plan that I had before was actually a pretty good one. But, you know, it's fine. We're going to make our way through no matter what. Johnny, you'll find, you'll find more string to make your nest. Don't worry. Very funny. He's, He's making the joke because I'm a fucking bird. It's very funny. He wanted to, it's his bird. <laughs> Hilarious. <laughs> and he wanted to use string. You can't say that. <laughs> he wanted to, you know, because they make nests. You can't say that. I don't, I mean, why Why not? That's cultural appropriation, I think. <laughs> Last night, you know. I'm sorry, Senator. Mr. G, I will say something that is not a pun, and that's that you are totally 100% not a bird in... On this party. Haha, <laughs> you like that one? Yeah, because I'm Fuck not a you. bird. I get it. Yeah, that's good <laughs> Did you like that one? <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> so at this point, like, after you guys have this casual conversation where you all get mad at each other somewhat, um... You are out of the woods. I had no problems with Johnny there. It's playful banter. Yeah, I would say I would say it's somewhat playful banter. So you guys walk out and you see a um it's a small kind of like rolling plain at the base of the mountain. There are like small groves of trees at this point. There's a long sprawling river down the hill from you and then you see uh to your right um a little bit down the hill even more there's a small grove of trees um there is one it almost looks like entrance into the grove of trees that is covered by overlapping vines that form a gate and there's one big tree that stands on the outside of it separated from the grove you see um silver walk right up to the tree and he goes joko madrooks can you let us in? And you see um, a caramel-skinned um, preteen who seems to be about the same age as Silver, just based on his looks. He has a small white scar under his uh, under his left eye, and he has um, light brown dreads. And he's wearing a uh, a like sleeveless, tattered shirt. He goes, 
yeah, hold on. Give Marooks a second. Um, you see a monkey that looks like it's wearing armor made of coconuts. And it takes a coconut and it throws it um, right next to that. There's a little hole right in the tree next to that, like, mass of vines. He throws it inside of it and the vines disappear, opening the gate into the town. Um, but basically, you walk into town and there is uh, you are in a small vig- village known as Restia Village. You see an old man who is fishing in the lake in the center of town. And just as you're walking in, he pulls something up and you see a giant orange carp-like fish with yellow lips and a big white fin that flaps stupidly in the air as it's pulled out of the lake. Like flailing? Um, Like flailing, yeah. You see... I failed my willpower check to go try and eat the fish. I'm proud. Oh, so you do try and eat the fish? I walk straight towards the fish with the intent of eating it. (laughs) (laughs) So you walk up and you try and, like, take a a, a chomp out of this. Um, And the old man who just caught it, he goes, Sonny, you can't eat this carp before it's cooked. Don't you know you're going to break your teeth? And do you still try and take a bite out of it? That's a three out of two willpower check, so I didn't quite catch myself in time there. You definitely take a bite out of it, and its uh, its outer scale scaling is way too hard for you to bite through. Your teeth don't break, but they sure as hell don't feel good. The rest of you... Yeah, the rest of you see, uh, basically, like I said, you are inside a grove of trees at this point. Um, directly to your right, there is a rock wall, um, and you see steam pouring out from behind the rock wall. Um, there's also a building in front of it that looks like a um, toy chest or a treasure chest. So it's very, it's straight on the side, straight on the front, has a rounded roof. Um, it has a second level that kind of mimics the same thing. And there's a large tank on the sides of the buildings that have a blue energy in it. They're capped with uh, bits and pieces of metal, and they have tubes that go inside of the building and attach. It almost looks very, very high-tech and rustic all at the same time in some sort of weird combination. But basically, there's a and b and spa that's right next to you. There are There's a restaurant. There is a healing center, which is a big red square boxy building. And then there are a couple of houses. Only about 11 people live in here. People typically uh, come here, according to Silver. He says that people come to Restia Village for the B&B only, because it's really all they have to offer. And it's a really nice hot spring. Um, He runs into his house, which is um, right next to the healing center. And he grabs a couple of things. And he, as he's running inside, he goes... Oh guys, just wait right here. Give me just a moment. I need to grab one thing and then we'll head straight uh we'll head straight out to Centralia City. He does take exactly like he said. He runs in and then he comes right back out with just uh he has a new bag and he uh no longer has his puffy jacket and he's wearing um he's wearing a white shirt. G looks to Rex and goes, "So uh, are we going to the city as well? Like what how how would you like to proceed, Captain?" Well, his leader is in the city, so yes, we go to the city. Well, I don't think we're going to make it back before nightfall. Perhaps we can spend a bit of time 
here in these uh, hot springs, I would not be opposed to a small little uh, bird bath. Um, so the encounters that you've gone through, you guys have only taken, um, you guys have only been gone for about an hour and a half, two hours. Like this really hasn't taken you that long to get here. It's two in the afternoon. Yeah, we started at midday. Okay. Yeah. Well, I, Wait, I still what time suffered year... a wound. Is there any sort of uh, silver? Is there any sort of place I can get I can get checked out real quick? Can we go to this healing oh! center? Yeah, come on, let's go. What time of year is it? Like, do we... it's you don't specifically know. You think that it is either early spring or late winter, based on the chill that's still in the air. Well, I want to, I want to heal up my my one wound because I only have two. I would also um, like to so do that. You walk into this large, like I said, this large rectangular room um, or building, rather. Um, when you first walk in on the right, there's uh, kind of a small kiosk for medicines. Um, and there's a person wearing a, a blue apron and a white button-up shirt. Oh, hello, Silver. How are you today? Hi, how's it going? John, how are you? Oh, oh, good, Silver. What what can we do for you today? Oh, um, my, my new friends here, they got hurt. Could you give them a couple of uh, samples of potions? Yeah, ab- absolutely. Sure thing. Anything for you, bud? Um, and they hand you each two potions, and you recover a wound. Yay! Is this at a specific store, or was this? It at is the at the big red boxy building. All right. Yeah. It, for the record, Mister G is skeptical of this potion at first, and kind of like sifts it around a little bit, smells it, determines that it could be viable, and then he quaffs it. Boost drinks it right away. Yeah, so if you drink it, you suffer no after effects and you heal a wound. Before that happens, you see that after you guys get your free samples, Silver walks up to the girl behind the main kiosk, which is at the far back end of the room. Is her name Jenny? Wrong fucking one. (laughs) It's Officer Jenny and Nurse Joy. God, get it right. So he talks to this pink-haired woman with a white apron and a pink shirt uh, who is named Joy, and he hands his capture spheres to her. She walks in the back, and she's gone for a couple of minutes and comes back out with um, Silver's sacred beasts all fixed up. All right. So yeah, not only can you get medicine here to treat your wounds that you go through, but um, you can also make sure that your your buddies, your beasts, are all good to go too. It's pretty great. Yeah, you guys all all kind of reconvene. You see that Rex takes a moment and he goes upstairs. He checks out downstairs. He sees what every like what everything has to offer, and he's actually diligently like taking notes. When you saw the captain, the first thing that you didn't, like, you didn't expect that this guy was much of a note taker, but he definitely seems, like, very, very organized and thought out with his processes, um, and he looks at all of you guys, and he goes, we might want to work with the citizens' help as much as we can when we get to the city. Who knows how many kinds of beasts there are here and what sort of powers they have. Uh captain yes mr g our main objective from what i understand is to try to fix the portal around mecha luna i mean it seems like we're running out of time to stabilize our planet i mean how 
we we have to get off of this planet as soon as possible. Is this is this where we need to? What what do we need to fix that to fix that portal to save our planet? We need the relics back. Yeah, it, are, do we know? Is there a relic here? I, I assume that I have no way of telling you that, Mister G. I have the same exact information as you do at the moment. We don't know what's hiding on this planet. There's a possibility one of them's already here. So there's a possibility that the untapped potential of this planet could could repair or be one of the relics of, of our world. Potentially. And another thing. We also don't know what the time differences look like here. One day on this planet could be either a month or a couple of minutes where we come from. There are too many unknowns at the moment, but that's why we need to speak with the leader of this Centralia city and see if we can find out any more information. I'll keep that in mind. And then Mr. G writes down some notes in his notebook and then uh, just kind of like falls into line. And so then, Boots, you go up to Silver? Wait. What do you say? Or what are you doing? Start off, I bow a little bit, take off my hat. I uh, apologize for trying to steal from you earlier. It's a bit of a compulsion. Hey, it's 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 cool there, there, um, Adrian. Um, you get it now, so like, let's just not have it happen again. That's usually like super frowned upon here. I pe- like people get into real, real serious trouble for doing that kind of stuff. Where would I be able to get some of? The monsters of my own. Well, luckily we're going to speak to uh, to one of the, the authorities on the Sacred Beasts. If anyone's going to be able to help us out with that, it's going to be him. Don't you go anywhere. This is danger coming to you again. Just wanted to catch you guys before you left. Hey, thanks for, uh, thanks for checking out this episode. I do want to just let everybody know that no children were harmed in the making of this podcast. I felt like that was probably important before continuing on here. If you guys like what you heard this week, go ahead and, and spread the word. Keep this, keep pumping this thing out there. Keep checking out our social media. Once again, we're on Facebook, we're on Twitter, and we are on Instagram. Just search for Warp Lords and we will pop right up. Until next time, listeners, just wanted to say thank you once again. And hey, make good choices this week.